Yo, yo, what it do? Blizz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't. But what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. This is a live riddle of a what it is, this your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. You ain't bought it if you ain't here, so stay tuned. Grown. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. The one and only, stay tuned. What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess. And you already know, I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Daddy, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Oh, man. I can't wait to be who they want. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long weekend, but the crew is back. It is a uh, Who They Want premiere Monday for Misfits Monday with Who They Want podcast, the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You know, they always ask me that million dollar question. They be like, Steady, are you really ready? Are you really ready for this? Man, I, I can't help but to be ready because I'm so who they want. You dig? You already know. I'm here with my main man, always 100 grand, Kyle E, the master editor podcast host of a for able as well as on the brain podcast you can check him out he serves monthly and sometimes weekly podcasters for all you listening pleasures out there as you know i am who they want mr ceo steady are you ready the dj and producer of the show and i'm here to give y'all a monday night conversation with my guy you did what's good my peoples how you been steady man i've been blessed my brother i can't complain it's holiday season, Thanksgiving, you know, that wonderful yeah. season of good eats, good fa- fellowship, good family mm-hmm. love. You yeah. know, the good, the bad, the ugly. We all come together for just this one glorious feast and celebrate traditions that's been passed down for generations to generations. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 funny because because. But the one thing I one thing I love about I love, love about Thanksgiving is well, it's the three F's for me: family, food, football, right? Okay. And even though I'm not the biggest football fan, sometimes I like just enjoying you know watching the you know watching the game with the, you know with the family and just joining in the you know joining in the discussion. Even if I don't know exactly what's going on, I'm gonna be on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, but. 
it's it's just a it's just a bonding time for me because my family is very you know we're very large and we're you know and we're and we're spread out. So when we when we have our Thanksgiving you know dinners, you never know who's going to show up. So right. that and that's the you know and that's the and then that's the fun part about it. You it could be a cousin from it could be a cousin from um like from states away who's like yo cuz how you been you know and you just get to converse face to face instead of over Facebook, you know. Agreed. Catch and up. then you get that nostalgia feeling of, you know, I haven't seen you since those minus however remember years or however long the time period has been since you have right. caught up. And then, right. you know, with I feel like the pandemic is starting to show a little breakthrough of, you know, us kind of coming to be able to socialize a little more. I ain't saying it's all together better because I don't think it's just going to disappear. No, you know, no. just not out like that. I think it's just no. here. and. It's going to stick for a while. But anyway, we're not here to discuss that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, People then logged off from work. Y'all been tuning in to who they want since the beginning. Or if you've been tuning on, you know, since whatever season number you feel like you've been tuning into the show, you are, again, greatly appreciated. I'm thankful yes. for you guys for taking the chance, a little old me, to uh be your podcast host, put together some content, some shows, a slew of cast members. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just all around being what everything entertainment's all about, people. And say, I'm trying my artist to continue to bring out great shows. Yeah, man. Um, it's it's been it's and I and I keep saying this, um, uh, but it's it's been a wild ride. I I've been telling you know more people about who they want and what and what you're about and everything that we've been doing and the people that we've been talking, you know, people that we've been talking to and within yeah, two months from now it'll be 2022. So, like it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because because um, I started with y'all in July, in uh, July, right? Year, and so much and, and so much has happened since then that it's just been a cra- it's just been crazy, you know. But it's like good crazy, like it's oh, like, like yeah. crazy. no, 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 all, no, all good. It's it's been you know, it's it's been all good because because we're all cre- we're all creatives first off and we all have something that we bring to the table as individuals but when we get together it's like voltron you know what i'm saying and <laughs> yeah i like that analogy yo that is a, yeah you can't you know you know don't thank me for that the first person i heard say something like that is rizza when he's talking about the wu-tang clan you know what i'm saying so i just kept you know so i just kept it going because they're all they're all individual mcs in their own right but when they come together it like it can't be messed with you know what i'm saying absolutely and we and we've known people like that you know what i'm saying so it's just great to be a part of you know be a part of it right so shout out to a couple of friends of mine who've been vlogging on um facebook facebook social media realm i've been talking about starting podcasts of their own and i've kind of you know peeked in the comments and you know give a couple of tips drop a few you know enlightened words of yeah this is what you want to do I'm going to always be a supporter. One thing about it, I never create a circle of hatred for anybody that wants to get into the podcast realm. Everybody should be able to, you know, eat no matter what choice of niche or life choice, whatever it is. Like, I feel like if podcasting is something you feel like you'll be great as as well as I'm great at, then go for it. Like, I don't see competition. I only see the next person trying to do something better, you know? Yeah. And there's so much there's so much space. Like even though there, there's so many, you know, there's so many podcast shows uh, that have just popped up in the last few years, 
Um, but there's so much room for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever, it is. Whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to talk about. Like you, you, uh, th this is a, mul this is a multi, uh, like th this is a, uh, multi-conversational, uh, top, you know, topical platform here. We're not just, we're not just on one, you know, on one niche or the other, you know what I'm saying? Even though it Agreed. does, it does seem like we've had a lot to do with like one niche like one thing we all love is music and we've yeah had a lot of great musicians up here you know what i'm saying and uh you know we're giving them that you know we're giving them their uh their um you know their flowers and then you then we take like a then we take a a, a left next thing you know we're we're kind of in the political space interviewing people that i didn't think i would ever talk to right you know? not in this reality right like um when we when uh we when we uh interviewed uh red last week that was a that that was a like a very welcome surprise you know that yeah absolutely yeah man what you thinking i'm not nothing just thought i heard something this was ah. crazy for a moment my apologies listeners and viewers of the audience members out there but no to back up what you're saying i totally 100 agree with you and um you know one thing i got to say though to give y'all some real advice if you're listening if you're viewing in on whatever platform like if you're gonna start a plot by podcast of your own number one rule stop looking for how to start a podcast just do it <laughs> right just do it just do it i i it, it's got you gotta start you gotta start somewhere everybody wants you know, advice on how to make a successful podcast. The only thing I can say is in this, in, and I'm quoting my brother here, consistency. consistency. That's the golden rule. That's the only golden rule. Consistency, not what's my topic, not who should I, you know, who should I collaborate with, not um, what platform should I be on, which none of that. Have. No, it's, it's consistency. You know, your audience will, your audience will come. Absolutely. They and it's come. all about how you promote it. Like you yeah. have to become your market. Like if you want people to listen to your show, just the way you want your friends to listen to this tea or whatever, you got to call them up and discuss. You need to be able to put it out there like that. Like, look, I just called you to give you this link to this podcast. I just started it. I do it at such and such times and it's available at these such and such platforms. There you go. <laughs> You know, and it's it's a, uh, you know, and it's a heck of a rush when you when you actually get, you know, get things started. When, yes, when, you, when you get things started and you press that and you press that button, do your episode and then upload it to your platform of choice. It's a heck of, you know, it's a heck of a rush because you never know who may be listening, you know. Yeah. And. And then you never know a lot of times who can get a hold of your contact information to reach out to you about being on that platform. Like, right? Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. To, that's happened to me a few a few times lately. And I'm like, oh, you see, y'all are coming to me. I'm I'm over here thinking, OK, nobody's really nobody's really. I did that the first go around, bro, myself, because I just I had a random friend. I was bored. We, because I started recording on Zoom for the like whole entire first season, was done strictly on Zoom. 
Mm. And the second season, I didn't really get more into social media around to like third season. But anyway, it was mm. like the first time I was, I can admit I was nervous, but I could never get the records on cue because they'd mm. be practicing. What I would do was I'd practice on what my podcast would be. And then mm-hmm. I'll press record after we done had a real deep discussion and go, you know, you realize you just missed like 30 good minutes of conversation that should have been recorded when you finally go, oh, press record. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how if you ever listen to the first few episodes, like the first three or four episodes, it always started in a mid conversational piece sequence was like, I'm just trying to get the ropes first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was telling I was telling you this uh, off air uh, of how many times I'm in the like like me and my, me and my buddies are getting ready to start and I'm like what's up with the you know what's up with the volume what's up with this what's up with the gain and I'm like my equipment's not even on the mics aren't even on what the heck I forgot the most important thing I I would plug in everything that needed to be plugged in I'm making sure that everybody can be heard and then I'm like yo. What's up? The mic's not. Oh, it's not picking up anything because I forgot to press the freaking button. <laughs> well, yo, I honestly did that one show, right? It was supposed to be this conversation between a male co-hosts and some female co-hosts, kind of like getting gender neutral conversation pieces on a specific topic or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Meanwhile, we didn't had a good hour and 45 of strong debates and everything. Right. And then yeah. the audio was starting to mess up. And then we. We ended up having to just scrap the whole show, thank God, because mm. kind of find out that whole hour and 45 minutes of conversation only got 45 minutes of conversation recorded because I forgot to press the record button till I go, oh, snap. And then you, I'm looking at everybody like, I can't just tell y'all mid-show. Can we backtrack to like the beginning of the topic and then recover? <laughs> Yo, Really? Yes, I've done it, Cal. Like I literally done it. And I'm I'm one thing about me, I'm always gonna self-mentally beat myself up after some episodes I'm, get spiffy. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. So yeah. you know, the guest was gracious enough to be like, just re reset up a better day, get your equipment back right, get your platforms together. We'll come back and have this same conversation. Mm-hmm. But due to some you know, some situations that didn't play out in my favor. Mm-hmm. I didn't revisit it just because of some issues that will no longer be discussed on this podcast. <laughs> right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. But I will I will say, mistakes and all, I am thankful for all of it. Couldn't say it better. You said the right choice of words on that. I am, th- I am thankful for all of it. Just like I'm thankful for having my family around me during the holidays or just to say hi, especially during the, you know, especially during these times. I am, I am thankful for my, I'm thankful for the plot podcast I'm able to build. I'm, I'm thankful for the people I'm, I'm, I was, you know, I was able to meet because of it. And I'm thankful for my mistakes. I have to keep in mind that we're all going to make mistakes. I can't just do everything. And, and I am far from a perfectionist. But sometimes I, I, I like I kill myself trying to do something right the first time. Right. You know, because I'm like, you know, this is my thing. This is my thing. Like, like if I if I'm editing something for someone mm-hmm. right, and I'm thinking to me is like, OK, this is not you know, this is nice. This is good. Right. And then they're, and they're like, oh, well, you misspelled something. And I'm like, dang it. Wait, how? 
Really? Oh. Didn't oh. see that coming. No, no. Or no. One time, one time I was editing a podcast for another platform, right? Uh-huh. And and there was a huge gap of time with no sound. It was it was just it it, it, it it was just complete dead air. And I didn't notice it because I'm over here adding sound effects to one part of the podcast that they asked me to add, right? So I didn't go back and check where I moved that one part of the audio, right? Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I sent them like three versions and they're like, that piece is still missing. What do you mean it's still missing? Oh my God. You know, but they were like, no, but they were like, they were cool about it. They were like, okay, look, you know, you know, this stuff happens. We, you know, it, you know, they, they gave me, they gave me you know, another chance. It was just, you know, I, I thought of it as a trial period. Cause to me, this was like getting a job. Right. Agreed. It is. So, so I, you know, so I wanted to, imp- I wanted to impress them like you do when you go to a job interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Cause you're going to go with the top declarations of, workmanship you're gonna put on i got all the degrees in my bag when i'm doing this particular project and then lo and behold you don't miss this one particular piece of the puzzle and you're like no there's no way i could not have missed it (laughs) how did i miss that oh because i was too busy worrying about if this was set right like they had they they had asked me to add uh different sound effects so i'm going through my archives i'm going through like free stuff on youtube i'm making sure that it sounds right on the you know on on you know on this part as dialogue comes in and i'm like and completely forgot about the first part of the of the podcast and then like a good i'd say it, it was a good like 13 almost 20 seconds of dead air that I completely missed. Wow. We gave you one job, sir. You were supposed to get what? rid of yeah, the bubble. One job. One you were job. supposed to get rid of the bubble. The bubble's still there, but you but you you know you did everything okay. But this right. part here we're concerned about. <laughs> exactly. It, and, 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 and at that point, I have my my teachers from broadcasting school in the back of in, in the back of my mind yelling, no dead air. Whatever you gotta do, no dead air. And these were professionals. So they were like, you know, whatever you have to do to fill in the time, just make sure there's no dead air. And where's the father MC from our um, previous episode this past season? Um, y'all do commercials? Commercials help save you for those gap people. There like, you go. Build you a commercial line. With that being said, we got a who they want sponsorship program. We're about to get ready to start offering you listeners a complete package with all the trimmings, all the work, even all the master editing. Don't worry, guys. You won't get that gap bubble mistake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's the master editor, and I trust him. He's the greatest mm-hmm. guy I ever made in my company. <laughs> oh, and you flatter me, sir. Hey, hey, I gotta support. One thing about who they want, I support. I support the truth, and I support the facts, mm-hmm. and I support the people as well. People uh, should have been first, but hey, when you're in the business, who they want comes first. I still got yeah. my temptations, law people. Ain't no one man bigger than the group. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah, no, this is true. So speaking of the, you know, so speaking of uh, the, you know, the people, you know, we've been talking about Thanksgiving, you know, a little bit, and we're about to. It's only days away from the time of this recording. It's only it's it's only days away, right? 
Right. And I, and I know we all come from different backgrounds and we all come from like different, you know, different uh, places around the, you know, around the country, like, well, three in, in particular, you know, but uh, you got any uh, like Thanksgiving stories? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Thanksgiving stories? Yeah. Mm, that's toughy. For me, I would say it's toughy, not that I don't have them. It's just that every Thanksgiving is always so precious to me to where, you know, the ones most sacred, I'd be the ones when my mom was around mm. and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not that I'm not open about it. I can't really say it's hard to just really curtail one particular one because, mm. you know, ever since, you know, when you lose family that's nearest and dearest to your heart, it yeah. changes your storyline True. Yeah. to where, you know, moments are now done in reflections you know because mm-hmm. i am her child and a reflection of her as right. well so i put on my best to just be in representation of her characteristics and things of mm-hmm. that nature but i can't i can't just really say i got a story my whole thing is creating stories now i will honestly say as mm-hmm. part of a legacy because i'm just saying in my eyes no disrespect to nobody but my grandma's the best cook i know okay i've yeah. been raised off that cooking southern cooking is the best Uh, um this is gonna sound really you know this is gonna sound really uh, weird but for a while there was a particular tradition in my family that would happen every almost every year at my aunt's house see she had this cactus plant okay (laughs) she had this cactus plant and just about every year without fail Somebody would end up getting pricked by that freaking cactus. Plant. Oh wow! Okay, so we got a cactus plant traditionary story. It, was a, it wasn't. I like. I don't want to call it a like. It, it was a. It was a accidental tradition because it's not like somebody said, "Oh, it's the, you know, it's that time of year again. You gotta get. You gotta get. You know, pricked by the cactus." No, no. Something would happen, and then somebody would say that cactus. You know, it was like it became a catchphrase just out for the mysterious. Ow, somebody getting pricked by that cactus, and I'm like, How does that happen every year? I don't get it, you know. And I I don't know how that I don't know how that happened every year, but besides that, my 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 most favorite uh Thanksgiving thing that we you know that we would do every so often, um, you know, how everybody's got those big old photo albums. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, uh, and uh, kids of today, uh, a photo, a photo album, a physical photo album. Uh, that's when you used to, you know, take the pictures on a regular camera and put them in a fo- in a book. No matter yeah. how embarrassing they were. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking like this is my this is my aunt. This is my aunt, my grandmother, their sisters. Yeah. Uh, they they got pic- they got pictures from way back with their kids and you know and I get to see like what my what my cousins and my dad and my aunts you know looked like when they were kids you know and then I start and then I start thinking and and then you see um and then you see uh, occasionally you got pictures of of me and my and um and my cousins and my sister and there's one picture in particular of me hugging a tree uh so. It's a fake tree. It was one of the. It was one of those like you know backdrops you would have for a school picture. Okay. 
Right. Like how you want to clean that up real quick. Like, yeah, hug the tree. But wait, wait, wait. Before you say anything about this tree, it was a backdrop tree. It was a backdrop tree. It was a a plastic tree that they had to make the photos look nice. You know what I'm saying? And uh, then they had, then they would have that, like that forest backdrop in the background. Right. Somewhere out there, I can picture Michael Jackson's Earth Song playing as you're looking yeah yeah no like no i wasn't a literal a literal tree hugger but i i respect nature <laughs> that's right people who they won't respect nature yes exactly yes 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 respect respect yourself respect nature respect your fellow man fellow person you know that's, and i approve this message yes <laughs> but no but remember when when okay so so remember when tasha uh, showed us that clip of the of the movie uh who made the potato salad yeah i can't I find that anywhere bro where the movie itself or the clip the movie i'm i'm trying to there is no there are no like real thanksgiving uh themed movies like thanks th- thanksgiving will probably be in a movie but it's but it's not like part of the movie not like I want to say or, TV one is it TV one or I think TV one. I'm trying to think of the other network. BTR one of them played it a year or two ago on TV. Like it's rare that you see this movie. So when you catch it, in my to my misfortune, I always caught it right at it. It was like at it last 20 minutes of the movie where you missed the whole comedy and the whole gist of watching the movie. Really? But it's a really dope movie, and I haven't been able to find it online anywhere. I had no idea it existed until that day. We had just finished that. We had just finished a podcast episode, and she mentions it to us, and then she finds clips of it on YouTube. Right. And I just I was baffled because I had never heard of this movie. Jaleel White and a few other comedians were in it. Right, right. I, I had never heard of this movie, so so I send the clip to my cousin, and he was like, "What makes you think I hadn't already seen this?" I'm like, "Oop, my bad, Cole. I was yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to show you." <laughs> well, because no, because me, because me and my cousin, we 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 trade off like mu- we trade off like music and movie information all the time, all the time. Right? Okay, so, I did. So I'm thinking, you know, so I'm thinking, dude, have you seen this? Forgetting that he loves obscure, goofy films. You know, and, and that, that is definitely of that vicinity of the type of movie that you would get. Yeah, obscure. Ronaldo Reyes, the late great Ronaldo Reyes, also in it, and you know a few others in the movie. Like he said, like it's a really dope movie, people. So if you've seen it, you are definitely cherished in our network. If you aside haven't seen that, it, we're working on trying to see it again too. Right. I I think like aside from aside from that, the closest movie I could think of that has anything to do with food. Soul food, right off the back. Probably the most, yeah, probably the most obvious. Like, like soul food. And I'm not saying, and I'm, and it doesn't have to be a black movie or anything like that. I'm just saying, there's not that many films that depict Thanksgiving. You know? No, no, it's truly, truly not. TV episodes, yeah, but they use that as just like a little, you know, a little special. But other than that, ain't no straight up movie about Thanksgiving. Nah. You know. Uh, you, know, you do, I'll, you get it starting off with it being fall and it goes right into Christmas and goes poop. Ex- 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 exa- <laughs> exactly. And 
you know, and I don't blame people, but a lot of people are, are, you know, they're, they're, you know, they basically stopped celebrating Thanksgiving because of the history. And while I can understand that, that's not what I think of when I think of Thanksgiving in my, in, 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 in like in my case, you know what I'm saying? Well, all right. But for those of them that don't really know, if you could just sum up just a brief of it, I know you don't want to go into exclusive details, but just for those of that, that feel like, why is there such a big debate when you talk about this Thanksgiving history? Could you please enlighten our listeners and viewers, bro? Okay. All right. So from my, from, this is just from my viewpoint for years, they lied mm -hmm. to us, right? Okay. For years, they lied to us about the first, about the first Thanksgiving. It was like, Oh, you know, it, it, it's the pilgrims, you know, the pilgrims, they came, they came in, in search of freedom of religious freedom and stuff specifically. And then the, and then the, the native Americans came and helped, you know, and, and help them uh, learn how to hunt and learn how to cultivate uh, their own food and everything else like that. Yeah. Bits and pieces were true, but what they didn't tell us in first, second, third grade, whatever, is that the pilgrims, after they learned this stuff, slaughtered the natives took their land all that all all that stuff and and there's a there i i i heard something i i heard or read something that basically says that the that the uh native american that we knew that we knew was squanto was actually a slave or turned into one later and i'm like well, excuse me wow you know and aside from the dinner, like, yeah, they did have dinner. I don't know where the turkey came from because because, um, you know, th there's no there's no fact about the whole turkey thing. It just it just turned into something. And But, hmm. other, other, you know, other than that, there used to be two Thanksgivings, apparently. Would right? you say cannibalism played a fact in that, my brother? Oh, I don't want to think about it. Okay. Okay. I said we didn't have to go deep into the I don't know. gory I don't details. Know if I know, tried. Like if, if you know anything about that, and it's like, yo, man, my the younger me would be screaming out loud right now. The younger oh. me would be like this. It, it like I, I'd be covering my ears. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Because they had it for years. What did they have us doing? They had us doing diagrams on this. They had us watching uh, you know, watching um Pocahontas and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know? Right. But like, we're going to sway away from it just because. Yeah. Of the, but like I said, but so bar. this is why, you know, this is why if someone tells me they no longer celebrate Thanksgiving, I do not blame them. Everybody celebrates whatever they want in their own way. That is, you know, that that is the thing. What I don't get is I get what I don't get is, okay. Thanksgiving, we talk about bringing people together. You talk about love, family, friendship, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Right. And then it all goes out the window come Black Friday. Mm, mm, mm. You, that you mighty that? dollar wins again. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the root of all evil, my brother. You done feast it good. Now we got to break you apart. Consumerism wins all the time. And it, 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 it's just, um, there's a song there's there's a there's a song out there called Need, right? It's by an artist by the name of by the name of Wax, and he's basically listing a bunch of stuff that he thinks he you know that he thinks he needs. He's talking about you know he's talking about greed and everything. The hook actually goes, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff I really really need and I need to get all of it at a really fast speed. I don't care if I'm a puppet of another man's greed. I don't care. I'm I'm in love with all the stuff I really need. I'm like, ah, cow got bars, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. And I play that every I play that every year because it's a you know because it's actually a fun song in in some cases. But it makes me think of it makes me think of the holidays. It makes me think of um Thanksgiving. And Black Friday specifically, um, uh, Christmas, you know, all those all those things that are like, okay, you got to buy this, you got to buy that, you got to buy this, right? right? And I'm like, sheesh. He he basically just said, I know I'm a consumer, complete and total puppet, but I'm hooked on it. I got to keep up, you know. At exactly. one at one point, he, he talks about uh, you know, uh. He's gonna open his wallet for the next i product. Rent's gonna be late because he spent it on he spent it on this, that, and the third. I'm like, eh, it's, too, it's too much truth. Right. Too much truth in that one song. You know what? No, I'm gonna I'm a, no, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you because <laughs> it does because it does have a video. I'm gonna send it to you just just for the heck of it. But um. But yeah, other than other than that, the only other movie I've seen that that, that talks about Thanksgiving is um, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, <laughs> right? Tradition. Wait, yeah. is the is the is the thing? If there's a Charlie Brown band, because I don't know if I'm missing the dates specifically, because I missed uh the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, and yeah. now we're doing Thanksgiving Charlie Brown. I don't yeah. know if there's still like a a Viacom still got them banned from like. TV. I think he only supposed to air on Apple Podcasts or something. Apple TV. Yeah, I think I, I I did see something that said that said that they were going to show it this year. Um, and um, you know, as somebody who cut the plug a long time ago, I um, you know, I will probably just you know just watch it on one of the other you know one of the other platforms it's on. You know, because I because I feel like they they've covered. Charlie Charlie Brown pretty much covered the major holidays, but then if you want, but then if you want to see something like, uh, um, like say something like Passover or Kwanzaa, you got to go to something like Rugrats and the Proud Family, which I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up to them because um, we used to sell like me and my family used to celebrate Kwanzaa. We did it at least uh, three like three years in a row. We celebrated Christmas too, but we also celebrated Kwanzaa because my mother wanted us to know about it. Right? right. Yeah. So it was uh it was very interesting when um when uh we we get a Rugrats episode talking about Kwanzaa or the Proud Family episode talking about their first, you know, their first Kwanzaa, all that, you know, all that stuff. And um also Rugrats also introduced me to some of the major Jewish holidays, which I would not have known about had I never watched those specials. So you got to, so I got to give it up to the right. I got to give it up to the writers. I got to give it up to the writers. I got to give it up to that because that's what these holidays make me think of. They don't just make me think of, of uh, my, you know, my family. They think they made me think of all these specials that that, that are on TV without fail, except for a few every year. (laughs) Word that is totally the truth, my brother. Yep, yep, yep. Oh man, so like you, you know, man, you oh man, you ready for the ready for the ready for the thoughts on the uh music news? 
Are we okay? We're transitioning again. Yeah, sure. Of course. I, yeah, you you want you want you want to talk about that? Why would we not? Are we not the podcast show that does everything that they don't? Because I'm yeah. confused if we're going to put limitations on our content let me, again. Let me. Uh, all right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the algorithm is out. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> I've been waiting. Oh, for okay. I had to the algorithm. Snoop. Again, Snoop I, you know, because you said yeah. algorithm. And then social media came back in my forefront. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. But my apologies, listeners. <laughs> uh no. Okay, so Snoop Dogg put uh it put a couple of together. E forty two E forty two short. They got so many people on the, you know on this record. It's 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 bonkers. Well, uh, real music is back, ladies and gentlemen. For those of like you that just, just like to, traditional style of music, he's just trying to bring the vibe back to Def Jam, and it's he's just trying to put the Def back in Def Jam. You know, it did. and it you know, so far, like I haven't um, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet because it's like, I don't know how many tracks that you know, joint has, but it's fire so far. It's fire so I far. already knew when Big Subwoofer dropped that it was going to be an iconic album. Right. <laughs> like, I think artists like that, that never that's just like to go back with Father MC included in the conversation, like. Artists is that stay relevant to the time period, but at the same time stay true to their authenticity of their rap style mm-hmm. makes music even iconic. Because now that we're on the subject of music, it was like Kendrick Lamar has appeared back on stage for the first time after two years. Mm. And I'm like, I think we put too much stipulations on Kendrick Lamar. Yes, he's a great artist. I love his work. But at the same time, he's not God. You know what I'm saying? Like him coming yeah, out in two years, it's not like he's doing something as- impressive. As far as him being like a, you know, as as far as him being like a, a like a goat MC, I gotta give, you know, I got I gotta give it to him as far, you know, as far as mainstream's concerned, right? Because you know the dude, is, you know, the, the dude lyrically is on a whole other level. Like I saw this clip from a few years ago when him and a few other West Coast vets literally passed the torch to him. Like Snoop, yeah. like Snoop Dogg was up there, and and they, and they basically said like, "Man, you're doing your thing." I'm passing the torch to you, and they celebrate it. I'm like, that is a moment. You hear that, that game? Like, they pass the torch to Kendrick, not you. Bro. Yes, that was like, that was a whole, that like, like right, like right there is something that is what it's one of those no moments that you never forget. And you know, as someone who I can't say I was on Kendrick from the beginning, I cannot. You know. Um, what I will, what I will say is, I recognized, I recognized his talent um, after, like, you know, after like a few, uh, after like a few um, songs. My the first time I, first time I heard of him was um, the um, the pool full of liquor, swimming right? pools. That's the first song swimming I already pool. had in my mind swimming right pools. then instantly. Yeah, swimming pools. I remember I'm at work, and a salesman walks in with his daughter. He's selling glasses. And we're talking about, we end up talking about hip hop, right? Okay. And this dude is, now this dude is old school hip hop fan. He's got gold fronts in, his bottom teeth are gold, right? Okay. And yeah, you know how people had gold teeth back then for, you know, for, you know, yeah. so he, he had like gold teeth and he's talking about how he didn't understand Kendrick's song. He didn't get the metaphor. He thought it was literal. He's like, they ain't got nothing to rap about anymore. He's talking about swimming in liquor, like literally swimming in liquor. I'm like, and then I listened to the song and I'm like, no, this is, this is 
that that was a whole me- that was a whole metaphor talking about the dan- you know the dangers of being addicted to drinking and his mm-hmm. people that were you know and the and the people in his life that lived their life in bottles you know what i'm right. saying like that was po- that was poetry and then then not too long after that somebody made a uh, a music video with um with clips from Rick and Morty and it just sold. <laughs> I'm a pickle Morty, pickle Rick. Oh, Rick. <laughs> yeah, it was like early like early season 1 uh Rick and Morty that they used for for the video and it worked because they're talking about they're they're talking about alcoholism and Rick's an alcoholic. So the way they so the way they positioned the the uh the, and edited the clips it made you know it made it made sense they even had dancers i'm like man this, this is this this works way too well but but that was you know, but that was years ago now he's like up here when somebody yeah. makes their when somebody makes their their list especially if you're talking about somebody from like our generation and then the next generation they're more than likely going to mention kendrick at some capacity you know yeah it's phasing MC's conversation. It's just this Eminem. Of course, yep. Tupac and Biggie never leave the conversation. Piece. They, 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 they never leave the conversation. Um, but you know, but the reason the I remember the reason why he wasn't like I, I think Biggie to Chris Rock, he like he could have been great, but the thing was like he could have been like one of the great, but the only thing was is because his life was cut too short, he only had two albums, right? Yeah, so legitimately, yeah. Legitimately, he had he had he had two albums, so that's why like Chris Rock says no, he was great and everything, but he doesn't put he doesn't put him in his top five for that you know for that reason. And I'm like you know, no, I I get it. He explained his case; it made sense. He wasn't trying to be biased or anything like that. It was just no because his life was cut short. Tupac had songs on top of songs on top of songs. Yes, he did. And because the dude stayed in the studio and that's part of the reason why some people think that he's you know that he's still alive because he kept coming out with music but i'm like but but, but, but no the dude just had a bunch of unfinished songs that debate can go on forever there let's not stir up our listeners and viewers yeah. on that debate, i know, sir. I know. I'm, just, you know, I'm just saying personally personally i know of course yeah, I yeah. it's it's just it's you know but when it when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to hip hop, if I don't hear a two you know Tupac and Biggie in somebody's list, I'm like, part of me is like, okay, that's a little surprising. But there's so many artists out there, you know what I'm saying? So I you know so I give it to them, you know. Absolutely. So while yeah. he's on that subject, I just want to point out a quick observation. Looking into the future, guys, for New Year's Eve this year, December 31st, I will go live for Who They Want podcast. And we're going to do a New Year's countdown live on the show. And um, think about putting a little shindig together. A virtual shindig, of course. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? I just feel like on the subject of music, like we should do... Because I'm used to old MTV. I'm used to old VH1 and old, you know, BT. When hip-hop and music and culture matter to me as well as others. So I feel Mm -hmm. like we should do like a live countdown or something. Of just talking about artists, just like we're having a debate now. I think we should bring this for New Year's, you know, piece of conversation. I think that would be, yeah, no, that that would be that would be great. And I, I think like if we could, you know, if you could in, invite some of the, you know, some of our past guests 
you know, you know, to, you know, to chime in, that would be, you know, that even, that'd be even greater. Absolutely. Know? I'm gonna pull the Steve Harvey then, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do the directing and do the hosting as a, <laughs> as the host I am <laughs> and yeah. see what we can come up with, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Most, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Like I feel like, well, with the stuff that we've gotten so far, like, and we've gotten the in the and we've gotten the okay from some of them to play their music. I think we should, you know, I think we should highlight them for the year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I think we'll, you know what, we'll discuss more after the show yes, with yes, the rest yes, of yes. our team members, and we'll yes, yes, we yes, do. most definitely because we can't, we can't, we can't do that without the Duchess. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely, shout we, out. We, we definitely can't do that without the Duchess. Shout out to shout out to her. She is cooking for an army right now. <laughs> you feel me? She is out there on. Cooking battlefield details. She is on a mission. <laughs> she is it, on a mission right absolutely. now. Absolutely. So much you love know? from who they want. And much love to all the great chefs out there as well as her. Yes. That, yes. You know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, you really take pride and joy in whatever meals you're about to put on your table for your family, friends, and whosoever you feel like is in need of a hot meal. That's what soul food initially is all about not just oh, about man. the food but it's about what it does to people that yeah. are less fortunate to enjoy those type of moves so salute oh, to all y'all yeah no speaking of that like my my like my family and i for about i think it was like two or three years we helped um we helped one of the churches around here um feeding the you know with feeding the needy we put um meals together with them and it was a great you know it was a great time i think we stopped obviously after the uh you know a pandemic and everything started so it was but but that was you know that but that was great because it wasn't just something that we did just because it was not you know it was because it was the holidays we knew some people that could really need really use the help and it i i i'm you know i'm i'm thankful i was able to volunteer those two or three years i can't remember but it was, it was, um, you know, it was, it was great. And plus you got to, you know, have some, have some laughs along the way too, but it was work. <laughs> Absolutely. Bro. But yeah. when work, when you can bring humor into work, it's not necessarily work, even though it's work <laughs> yeah. to sound confused for a minute, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> it, you could put this right up there, you know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, you know, believe it or not, it does, it does take work to produce content, you know? so absolutely and shout out yeah. to captivate fm i just want to say thank you guys for you know accepting my podcast content and continue to give me that longevity that i've been searching for as a podcaster in the game for mm -hmm. you know a year at best but i feel like i've been in this game for a lifetime just based on knowledge wisdom love for the game and love for life and humanity mm -hmm. yep it's, okay, uh, did I oversell it? Did I oversell no, it? No, 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 uh, no, dude, dude, dude. You are look. Whatever you're feeling, just feel it. That's it. Whatever, whatever you're feeling, you need to get it out. Get it out. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I guess I can shed the tears now and get all the. I'm just playing, guys. Now this is not that day. Nope. <laughs> but if you yeah. don't have fun with your own brand and your own crew, like, then what are you exactly. doing it for? You know what I'm saying? We don't have to stick on. That's the whole purpose of saying I never wanted to be classified, quote unquote, niche classified for my podcast. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make who they want a niche just based off of what it represents. It represents right. everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not the, you know what I'm saying? But we all know the Duchess is everything entertainment expo. That's her brand. That's a separate thing. 
we just, you know, happened to we happened to merge the two together and it just became this. Well, yeah, of course. So shout out to the block. I know we got shout some viewers. The block. The, the, you know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> you did. We're gonna hold down the block. Everything that takes. Y'all don't forget to still go download that app, man. I don't know why y'all playing games with it. I'm so sick of y'all. Like y'all act like we charging y'all for it or we trying to get some free publicity. I don't want no paycheck for it. I'm just doing it because I love the app myself. You can do exactly. everything. It's literally everything entertainment expo. Like, does the name not say it all? <laughs> mm-hmm. But so, anyway, <laughs> what what's yeah. up? So okay, so I um this was brought to my attention the other day. I want to get your opinion on it. Let's go. So so Adele, love Adele, by the way, love her album, love the voice, excellent, right? But she recently tweeted out, uh, we don't create albums so <clears throat> with so much care and thought for to for for uh, listening for no reason. She's ba- she's basically talking about spot she's basically talking about Spotify and the shuffle button. So she had tweeted she had tweeted this out and now they're saying that she's pursuing uh Spotify to um poss- you know to possibly take away the shuffle button. I hope so. I'm I'm a side with her. I'm a cyber hooker. Every time I've gotten artists that go on Spotify and I go to click to play the album, I end up getting 30 different songs before getting to the song of the particular artist I'm trying to listen to. So I agree with her. Well, you can easily, you know, you can easily just, you know, just do regular play. Just take it, just take it off shuffle. Um, I ain't that tech savvy when it comes to Spotify. I am a YouTube music premium fan, sir. <laughs> See, I... My like my thing is ever since I got a Spotify account, I've only I've I've only been like a Spotify fan since 2017, right? Since right. I got a, a Spotify premium account, and I was and I had all this access to all this you know to all this music legally, I always kept it on shuffle, and that but that that to me can be a problem if I'm trying to listen to a full album and I completely forget that it's on shuffle. Exactly. Right? Because yeah, the, exactly. the next thing you know, you're trying to listen to it in order. I'm like, this song came before that because I completely disregard the fact that it's on shuffle. Do I that's think they should get rid of it? No. Okay. No. No, I don't. <laughs> that's okay. All I know is you can stream who they want podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Yes, you, <laughs> so can. you can keep that in your shuffle playlist, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. You can also you can all you can also uh, you can also uh, have uh, a for able than on the brand entertainment in your shuffle list too. So it's you know it. So, <laughs> yes. So yeah, but I get but I get what she I'm I think I get what she's what she's saying though because. A lot of a lot of artists, you know, it takes it. Number one, takes time to put any kind of project like that together. Right. right? I haven't listened to her full album yet, um, and but I do, but I do plan on it. Um, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of stuff on my list. You know what I'm saying? But I get what I get what I get what she's saying because it's not just about the streams. It's about the feeling you get with the you know. It's about the feeling you get with the music. This is why some people. There are some that prefer to listen to her music on vinyl. There are some that prefer that still um, want to listen on CDs, even though CDs for the longest time were 
expensive for no real reason. Um, but then you but then you have the other fans who have who still have tape collections. Hey, you just told the truth though. You was like it's expensive for no reason. I remember that buying Man. a CD and you spending like fifty dollars on a, a compact disc. Yo, what was it? What was it for? Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what that extra that extra money was for? It was for the packaging. Right. It was for the pa- it was for the packaging. Like that's why when um when um like yeah, I was a Napster head back in the day. I wasn't, you know, I, I was I was a I was a Napster head and um then, you know, like it, uh what 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 else did you have? Kazaa. LimeWire, uh, LimeWire, FrostWire later on because LimeWire kept, you know, giving us viruses, viruses, you know. (laughs) But imagine, like, imagine, like, when 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 an older comedian comes up and talking about stealing music. I remember, um, I remember it was, uh, I want to say it was uh, Ron White who was who was like you know what i had to do to get a record it was it was either him or another one they were like you know what i had to do to steal a record i had to go to freaking sears the back of sears and stuff it in my and stuff it in my coat and i'm like yeah i can't even imagine i can't even imagine what you know what that's like because because i come from a long line of djs music was already in the house you know, yeah i come from a long line of uncles who happen to be my favorite djs of you know giving you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I need to go steal one? My dad gave me, my dad gave me my first stereo. My mom gave me my first piece of vinyl. And that what, and, and that was, you know, that was it. I was hooked. I was hooked from that, you know, from that point on. Music was always in the house, you know? Right. And I loved it, the competition of, not to cut y'all, but when you yeah. used to have to compare the genres, it's like, yeah, your artist of today is great, but listen to this guy right here. He's really something. But what is that going to be like? What is that going to be like another 10, 20 years from now? Non-existent. Let's like, just be honest. Non-existent. Like, I feel like because of there, because there's a, and, we, and we've talked about this before. In, in hip hop, there's a clear division. There right? is. There's a clear division. In, in uh, rock genre, in, in, the, in the rock genre, not so much. Country, kind of, you know? There, there's kind of there's kind of a division because country kind of you know it starts to seep its way into other genres, you know, much like right. hip hop did, you know. But mm-hmm. um, but you know, like some people are like, oh, this is too pop to be country. Or when Little Nas X hit the scene, they were like, how can you classify this as country? And then others is like, how can you classify this as hip hop? It was like, you see, he can't be he can't be he can't be classified. Yeah, before all the like before everything unraveled with him, like yeah. when he was battling to just be considered an artist in the game, this yeah. man had to go to Miley Cyrus' dad. Like, look, Billy, look, I got this song, but they say it ain't country enough. What can right. you do to just put me in somebody's platform? <laughs> had to go to Mr. Achy Breaky Heart himself. Did it, and or, he gave y'all a classical verse on there. Or, or did did. Did because the song was already popping, did Billy Ray Cyrus go to him and say, you know, um, what are you know, the kids are listening to you, maybe we can help each other out, you know, right? And then let's not forget the mega remix that what infused K pop along with it, okay? 
all right the the k-pop explosion that it's been happening in the in in just the past few years has made me as a nerd proud you know what i'm saying i okay like no no because listen 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 and i don't want to be like a hippie like i was listening like a hipster like i was listening to it before it was cool but i was listening to it before it was cool you know like like j-pop and k-pop and all these other and all these other groups people would you know people would ask me why are you listening to this stuff you don't know what it's sound what, what, what what they're saying and this happened to be 2004 and around 2004 and on reggaeton was popping right yeah yeah and not every and not everyone that was listening to reggaeton knew what they were saying they just knew that the beats were hot the artists were, you know, the artists were nice. The music videos were hot. The girls were hot. All that, all that stuff was, all that stuff was happening, right? And I'm getting questioned because I'm listening to something in Korean. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to BTS. You know, it, like in, in BTS, like BTS, they're they're, it's it's like, it's like okay, eighties had the eighties had boy bands, right? Right. Eighties had boy bands. The late nineties had boy bands. 2000s had you know had had like just the boy band craze right but the 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 k the k-pop craze i don't see that i don't see that going anywhere anytime soon like you notice how many groups kind of fell off after a while i don't see this i don't see this ending anytime soon no you know but right but bts black pink yo they're they're I don't know what it is. This this the style just and I don't listen to everything, but at the same time, it's like, yo, it took it took them it, it I feel like it took them too long to break through. If you know, or maybe this was maybe this was just the time, you know. Agreed, bro. I think we're breaking the the barriers of culture separation. Yeah, we're in breaking that industry. We are really breaking uh like language barriers here thanks to the internet. Because I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot more uh, international artists collaborate with English speaking artists and vice versa. And it's beautiful to me. I, I would, I would go on, I would go on my LimeWire. I would go on my iTunes. I would go to all those other things and, and specifically look for artists from other, from other cultures and other backgrounds, because I at one point was getting kind of tired with the same stuff, you know, hearing the same stuff over and over again. Absolutely, you know? bro. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, which got I, I I have to go out there and enhance my musical palette, you know. Agreed. Even if I don't always understand what they're saying, you can you can infer by context a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So now, do you want to discuss the uh, what are we calling it? The masters cheat cheat with the Ashanti situation. Ooh, let's go, let's go. <laughs> the master cheat cheat, lady Gemma. Apparently, recording R&B superstar Ashanti has decided to re-record her classic albums in an attempt to basically gain control of her music rights. <laughs> and Irv, Irv Gotti had some words to say. It just wasn't pleasant. He was not feeling that whole, you're going to re-record your album, and basically what he'd like to say, cheat me out of my master's royalty. Thoughts? Let's go. Listen. Ashanti, do your thing. Do your thing. Get your masters. Get your masters. Because how many artists have we have we like even 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 like cla even classic artists 
exactly are, are are out here trying to get their masters for their money because the record labels are making are making money hand over fist on streams and resells of albums so it's like where where is their cut you know where exactly. is, where where is their cut and my um my grandmother remind my grandmother reminded me of another uh art of another artist this was you know this was in um older artists who went through the same thing back in his you know back in that day and he bought his contract out right he bought mm -hmm. his contract out they had to give him his music back right so mm -hmm. so i forget what artist it was but she just told me about it today we were bumping to it in the car and i and 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 now that you know and and now that we bring this up it's like see this has been happening for this has been happening for decades really yeah you know it truly, truly has. It's but with the technology of, taking over, yeah. With technology taking over, you have to number one treat your artist like a person, not just a machine. You know what I'm saying? And Wayne. somebody, and it's not like you know Tasha would know about it more than you know more than I would, you know. But but it's not like it, it, it's it's not like I've ever read a music contract. Is what I'm saying. You know, like Tasha would definitely know, you know, the ins and outs of that more than agreed. Let's just but, put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's like, man, how many how, how many times have we heard, especially just in the past few years, of an artist that's being cheated out of the uh, cheating out of a pay out of a out of residual check or cheated out of out of royalties that they deserve because of contracts that they signed back in the past when they didn't know how to read them exactly you know what i'm saying it's tragic you know what i'm saying that you basically use them like the industry is a prostitute well no that wouldn't make sense. the industry is a pimp the artist is the prostitute yes the industry the industry is a pimp the industry is shady it always it always has been you know like some like um ashanti re-recording -re her albums because that's her music she deserves to get she deserves to get paid for it uh freaking taylor swift is doing the same thing and you know now but but here's the thing about but here's the thing about taylor swift versus ashanti ashanti made a lot of love songs right a lot of love songs but you didn't like single anyone out right taylor mm -hmm. swift made a lot of breakup songs from about past boyfriends and people are seeking them out right dead serious like they're seeking people out like oh do you have a you know what what what's the guy's name is the guy's name mike the guy's name is na 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 and they look at instagram and they look at their facebook next thing you know they're 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 you know trying to match it to stuff. the lyrics like yeah whoever <laughs> who is he <laughs> was it taylor lautner <laughs> like yeah, you like, can tell us like wait because she did date that guy taylor lautner if i'm not mistaken she, yeah she dated some celebrities and stuff but it but it's like like she was coming out when she was like straight country before she was pop yeah she was making the just break up with boyfriend songs all the time so i'm like you know that that's how she, that's really how she got her name out there but she wrote as far as i know wrote all her stuff right that's just yeah. like you know the usher era up in his prime when every mm -hmm. song was dedicated to chili i don't care if he was dating somebody else every song we knew of when usher dropped the album my boy was hurt by chili chili was his pride and joy yep and then <laughs> at that had, time yep and then he had to drop confessions you know 
So exactly. and that's when yeah. he ended up finding out a lot of stuff was going on with Usher. So kudos to you, Usher. You are the king of sneaky links and whatever yeah. black men don't cheat scenario. Yeah. I'm just saying. I never hey. have. So, but you know, <laughs> I like how you put yourself separate. Good job. <laughs> because the minute you say something like that, somebody's gonna say something because. That's what they're liable to do. Say something exactly. Yeah, you know, of course. I'm just you know, like I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for the for the entire uh, male population. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say no comment. Is what I'm gonna say to like I said. I can't. Thing. I can't speak for everybody. I can only. I can only speak for me. Right. You know? right. I've never been. I, I never cheated. I've been cheated on. I've never cheated. You know. <laughs> Disclaimer, I will not disclose anything behind closed doors while we're still live and while we're social media active. Because I have a lot of nosy best friends that watch my show and which can pinpoint. Not, yeah, which what? Not we're not going to disclose that. So we're moving on. Go focus further. on the music, people. Focus on the music. It's what right. we were on. Right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to go any further into your business because I don't know. <laughs> nope. I, mm -mm, mm -mm. You know? Nope. With that being said, we thank y'all for tuning into this podcast. We're not done yet, but are we done? Or are you, we got something else to want to discuss? What do you What do you want to do, man? I don't think I don't know. I mean, you know, we was just talking about earlier about air gaps. I just don't want air gaps to come up. Yeah, we for real. No, I, I I hear you. I hear you. But no, but we have reached good. an hour and five minutes. I'm just saying, total. Yeah, man. Hey, I knew we like like we we we've we've had uh, episodes where it's just been you you and I before and we and we've just gone off. That's pretty much, but that's pretty much what we do when we talk to each other anyway. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, people. So right, like you ain't enjoying this mm, this <laughs> Misfits Monday, male vice Monday, because when we two brothers get together, it's chaos. And I would pretty like much. to, I want to send a shout out to my man Petey Green. God bless the dead, but uh. He inspired me for tonight's show to go and do my thing. Yeah, let's no, let's talk about that. Speaking of music and speaking of broadcasting, that that had both. Um, it was the first time. It was the first time you had seen the the movie. Talk to me, right? Right, right. So overall, like, what did you think? And especially after after uh, researching the real the real PD Green, what did, what did you think? Brilliant movie, just all right off the bat. Brilliant movie because. It takes a lot for me to be moved by a movie, but when I could mm -hmm. watch a movie and I can relate myself to the main characters of that movie, mm -hmm. then I know it's a powerful movie. And it for me was definitely was like one of those movies I couldn't take a break, I couldn't take my eyes off. I'm looking, I'm pausing just to keep over the time. Like this movie ain't from the end after this such a scene, you know, because after the MLK death scene and he yeah. had to go back on the air to kind of get control of his city. Yeah. You know, it was it was heart wrenching, but at the same time, this is stuff that actually was proved, pulled, fact, factual, pulled mm -hmm. type of you know depictments. And I'm like, man, you know how powerful your voice got to be to be like, you know what? We're gonna take Petey's advice and we're gonna go home. We're gonna rest our nerve. Some didn't really care because they was already in the thrill of all that, but just all right. together, it was a brilliant movie because you get to see a man tell you. He's one of those men that take people for their words. Like this guy walks in opening scene, like I'm a radio enthusiast right off the bat. Like I'm a radio DJ. And you overheard a conversation with my brother who's currently incarcerated alongside you. But then you're like, Yeah, look me up when you get out. 
10, 15 years, whoever thought this guy after 10 years literally would get out and go, I'm going for this radio guy. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny because we were talking about um, we were talking earlier about and this kind of relates to to uh, the, the music and masters discussion, taking credit. Um, when it was, you know, when it was somebody, you know, when it was somebody else who had done it, but you're the one taking credit. Right. You, you know, mm -hmm. and that, you know, that right there. Oh, sorry. That right there makes me, you know, just makes me think like, like anyone who is this, this is why we have so many, you know, independent artists today, you know? Exactly. Because trust, bro. Y'all want us to trust trust you because you see something and then all the while you didn't scheme this million dollar plan behind my back and you know thank god he had a loyal woman you know despite his whatever he was doing like she was like look i'm telling you at the end she was like i'm telling you don't put pd out here on this national broadband you know which that era was you know the johnny carson late night show and mm -hmm. he was oh, she was like oh yeah Right, and he's like, he, wanna, he, was, he didn't want that lifestyle. Like, he like, wanted to wanna just be the voice. You, you want to make me the face in the voice? <laughs> exactly. Like you just, you just want, you just want me to come up here and and tell you black jokes. I'm paraphrasing, but you know me. That, but the way you did that was kind of great representation there. That is the scene I remember. <laughs> like, I've only seen that movie a couple times. That is the move. That is the scene that stuck out the most. Right. Now, that and obviously the the ML the MLK murder, but that scene at the at the at the, at the uh, Johnny Carson show, that stuck you know that stuck out the most because like you don't get me, you don't understand me. I'm the, you know and and he knew that and he knew the time he was in. This is not going to be a you know this is not going to be a rally behind PD thing. This is going to be hey look at the funny black man moment. You Thank know? you exactly. Which you know? then you got to think in that time period, that's all we was put on was for show. Like, we get on and make a fool of ourselves and be ridiculous and all that. And, you know, a lot of things he did point out that were relevant was just mm -hmm. like, wow. And you look at times today and not, not a lot has changed, but then at the same time, not much has changed. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, like people have been taking credit for things, you know, for you know for for decades and then you find out it wasn't true not saying that they didn't have anything to do with it but it's like really like like when i found out who wrote a lot of elvis's hits right right when i found out when i found out who wrote uh a lot of elvis's hits it was you know it was a black music it was black musician he is the one that had, you know, like had the, you know, the, the style and everything else like that. We knew that, you know, that Elvis was out, was out here hanging at the black clubs and looking at, you know, what, you know, what we do and everything else like that. And, but we didn't get, we didn't get the credit for it. This is why some people thought Elvis was racist. Right. So, you know, but when I actually looked at the, you know, the guy who wrote songs like blue, uh, blue suede shoes and all shook up. All you know, those those like like part of the huge part of Elvis's catalog. I know there's more, but those are the first two that popped in my head. It's like I listened to his original versions of those songs, and I'm like, that. But why why didn't they do it? Do this version? Why couldn't they just go on tour together? But then I I have to keep in mind what 
time it was, what the time frame was. Right. And according to according to according to this man in a uh, in an interview, at the time he was getting paid twenty five dollars per song, right? Mm -hmm. And they would and he would write the songs, and he would uh, and they would put Elvis's name on it. Elvis had nothing to do with the writing sessions themselves, but they would put Elvis's name on it because Elvis's name was out there. Elvis's name was big, right? Of so course. it it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy to me. So when I so when I um when I sent the interview to a friend of mine who is a musician and uh to a certain degree an Elvis fan, he was shocked. He was like, "Hold on. Elvis didn't write his own music?" Like, wait. That's surprising to you even even artists today, not everybody writes their own songs. True. You know, not not everybody. This is why I don't this is why I don't you know, judge if you say you don't write your own music, but you sing it. It's like they've been doing that for they've, they've been doing that forever, you know. Mm -hmm. But when you completely take take credit for somebody else's work, that's a whole different ball game to me. You know, it's like yeah, that you you could say you know th this song is written you know this song is written by you know such and such, and this is you know and this is you know and this is our rendition of the you know this is our rendition of the song like just just. Just shout them out or something, you know. But I had to keep in mind the time frame. Doesn't make it right, but I had to. But I had to keep that in mind. It already happened. Ain't nothing you can do about it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, we're gonna put a pin in tonight's discussion. I hope y'all enjoyed it for your viewing and listening pleasures. We appreciate you. You know, what I'm saying we're gonna say Happy Thanksgiving, and you know, in advance, just in case you don't hear us before the week is out. But you know what I'm saying? But you never know how who they want works. We're always spur of the moment. You know what I'm saying? You can catch us again weekly, Monday through Fridays live at 8.15, 820 at best. And um you guys stay safe, bundle up and um protect yourselves. Yep. Peace and love. Have a great holiday and we will and we will uh, we'll see you soon. And we're out. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?